Only thing with the White Sox, I say they've been coasting into the playoffs, and Tampa Bay has been having to win, 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 win. It just mm-hmm. depends on who gets hot. The Philadelphia Eagles do have an opportunity. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought you were going to say the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> no, fuck no. Oh, God. Yeah, that would have been us. That would have been, been warranted. Paul George to show up again, and they need Reggie Jackson to be the best point guard left standing outside of Trey Young, who's hurt. What is going on, guys? My name is Kyle Davis. This is MV3, and for like the third time in the last three months, uh, we are back. <laughs> we are back. I think we this are. is. I think we're finally back. Back though. I, I think, think we're so. all set on scheduling. I think we're gonna have some good guests in the near future. Um, but as everybody knows, you guys know the guy to my right. This is T Bone. How we doing today, man? It's a good day. You know, one one day before the weekend, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bucks basketball starting up tonight. We got uh, mm. an amazing Thursday night football game with half the Saints oh not playing. Yeah, I forgot about that. I think everybody did. But this Actually, is uh, yeah. it, the, the good thing about tonight is that DeAndre Hopkins is back. One of the better receivers in the league. Do we know what he's going to be? Not a shot. But, I mean, why don't we come off the top with that right away? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins uh, got, just got off sus- uh, suspension for, what was it, PEDs? I think mm-hmm. it was PEDs, I believe. And now he's back. Do you think he's going to make an immediate impact tonight? And I have a joke that will go along with this once we move in a little bit more. And I have a feeling you know what that joke is. Yikes. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins, immediate like fantasy wise on the field wise. And the other question for the Cardinals fans out there are, is Robbie Anderson going to turn back into what Robbie Anderson was? Cause think about this last week, their starting wide receivers were what Hollywood Greg, Brown, Hollywood Brown, Greg Dorch, Ron Zach Ertz. Was, Zach was more, was more playing. I think Moore was playing, but not to a very large capacity. And then AJ Green. Yeah, and now they have Uh take out Marquise Brown, add in Robbie Anderson and DeAndre Hopkins, and they're going against a team that loaded defense, but they're missing Michael Thomas. They're missing Jarvis Landry. And I think uh, Marshawn Lattimore, I I, I don't think Marshawn Lattimore is suiting up either tonight. So I'll go back to the starter question. What do you think DeAndre Hopkins' uh, effect on the game tonight is going to be? I, between him and Anderson, like because this is both their like game one with the team, like Hopkins obviously there last year, but I think he has the better shot. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, six weeks now he's off drugs and off PEDs. Mm-hmm. Granted, he never tested positive before until this, so you can't be like, oh, he was only good because of PEDs. You can't say that, that guy's a freak mm-hmm. of freak of nature, but. I I don't know if PEDs help you catch that ball though. It helps you no, get open, but you still got to catch that ball. Yeah, I, I I think if anyone might like, I don't I don't expect anything from Robbie Anderson at least until next week. Hopkins, I wouldn't play him unless I had to. Like, if I had him in my, I have one league where I have like, what the Bills are on the buy, the Rams are on the buy, so that's a lot of fantasy players. Like, oh yeah. I think and I have Eagles. eight. I think I have oh, and the Eagles. I think I have seven guys on by on a dynasty team, and I'm like, oh god, geez. like my team is gonna be okay. But like, if I had Hopkins, then I would be playing him. But if I like didn't have to, I wouldn't. Yeah. At least, 
at least he can come back, get his feet wet, and then have like a week, like a week and a half to kind of like get ramped up. But no, I don't think unless you're looking for something major. I mean, he'll probably catch four or five balls, but I don't expect like a ten for one eighty and two touchdowns or anything. I expect him to come in with at least a touchdown tonight because he is obviously a red zone threat. But are you, if you're the Saints, are you double teaming him? I don't think you are. He hasn't played in six no. weeks. No, you're not double teaming him. Not especially not with Lattimore out. Right. But and the other issue is is we have no clue what Robbie Anderson's going to be because he's been playing like garbage. And whether that's yeah, who the was fact throwing that- him the football? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. You know what the other problem is with tonight, and why I don't think DeAndre Hopkins or Robbie Anderson are going to do well. Call of Duty's can't do. Uh, early access campaign came the out campaign. today. So only the campaign came out. Okay, <laughs> that's the only thing okay. that came out. Nothing. So else we have one out. more. So so we have one more solid week out of Kyler Murray before he jumps off his his usual hill. Week seven. What I think it what it launches launches next week Friday, the twenty eighth. Yeah, he's fucked next weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But that's, that's okay. I don't have him in any of my leagues, and there's a specific reason why I didn't touch him in any of my leagues. And I watched everybody draft him relatively early, and I'm like, all right, have fun with your six weeks of success, because once week seven and week eight hits, bye. I mean, he was really good last year, mm-hmm. but then he, I mean, they were still, what, they were like 10-0 and 0 when they faced the Packers or something like that? something like that it was either no they had no losses or like one loss i think like ten, nine and one or ten and oh or something like that like the, did the packers win that game yeah okay but they were out they were without Devonte. um i think they were without Devonte and cobb and they won with like lazard and amari rogers and nope tenning was out like they had nobody so, who is going to win this disgusting Thursday night game? Because I don't think we, since don't week care. one we haven't had a, even a decent. No, the last two Thursdays have been really bad. Yeah, what was it? Bears and Commanders, and then Colts, Broncos. Broncos? Oh my uh-huh. god! Even Monday night was hard to watch, and and the Chargers have a relatively good offense, especially when Keenan Allen eventually comes back. Yeah, some game. There's been some real bad games recently. Yeah, it's, it's, weird. Not, it's and, not fun to watch. Well, and you look around the league even, and I'm, I'm bringing it up as we speak, like you look around the league and you have obviously your top tier teams and everybody disagrees with me. I don't give a shit. Your, your top tier teams right now are the Vikings, at least standings wise, at least standings wise. Obviously, yeah. we're not doing a power rankings because you and I will just go toe to toe all fucking yeah, night. That's true. So at the top of the these are teams with one or zero losses. The Minnesota Vikings, the New York Giants, the Philadelphia Eagles. That's fine. And the Buffalo Bills. Those are your teams with either one or zero losses on the year so far. How disgusting is that? The And what's the only team here that makes sense? None probably, of them. No, probably the, the Bills. Eagles. No, Bills and Eagles. The Bills and the Eagles. We we thought that the Eagles were going to be there We just because of scheduling and stuff like that. And... This will lead me into my next question for you. Right. The Eagles, they've been playing. I'm not going to call them subpar teams because no NFL team is just a terrible team. You, you still have to line up and, okay, shut Wrong. up. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, I guess. You, I mean, I mean, even still... going forward, uh, they don't, Jesus Christ, they don't face like a bad, like they beat the Cowboys. Obviously, we saw that. Mm-hmm. 
a Cowboys team that was coming in very hot with Cooper Rush, right. and they were talking him up, talking about this quarterback battle, and da da da. And like, all the Eagles did was come in, lose Lane Johnson. They had one or two bad drives, and then just got back to work. I mean, the Steelers aren't good. The Texans aren't good. Washington's not good. Indianapolis isn't good. The Packers, if they figure it out in the next month, is mm-hmm. probably is the biggest like quote test. But if the Packers are playing the way they are, that's not a problem. Tennessee's yeah. not a problem. Then no. they play the Giants. Not the way, not the way the the Eagles run their defense because they right. the the Titans are very run heavy. And what do the the Eagles do well? They they defend the run. They right. have a very large man in the middle there. And even if you want to tell me that the Giants are good, which are which is fine, you can make that argument. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna pl- take the quarterback in that matchup, and it's gonna be Jalen Hurts over Danny Dimes for both games. Mm-hmm. And then you get the Bears, probably the worst team in the NFL. The I Cow- would second that. Yes, the, the Cowboys again, and then the Saints, and then the Giants to finish it up. That's I think what I'm the, saying. so. You're playing the Giants twice, but like the outside two... of the Cowboys, Saints, and maybe the Packers, like there's mm-hmm. no real good teams on their schedule. So I, the I season. think there's a couple, there's a couple trap games in here. I think. I think I think the Bears could be a trap game, but no. I still think they take care no. of business. Because no. and also I think so. My two losses, I have two. I I'm thinking the Eagles are going to go 15 and two. That's that was my thing. I don't know if you saw this, but I have them losing, dropping one to the Cowboys. That's fine. And then I have them dropping the final game of the season to the Giants, and that's only because I think they rest most of their starters because they already got that one loss out of the way. They're not chasing undefeated season or or something. Granted, there's going to be a hiccup somewhere in here. They're not going to go undefeated up until week 16 like I'm thinking they will. But on paper, they should be able to take down these teams. Granted, the Packers could uh, trade for somebody, and if they do, they could turn their season around real quick. There's receivers that are starting to pop up that could. We were talking about this before, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis. um, There's always, like, Mike Gusecki is is possibly on the trade block now. What, What does he do for me? I have two good tight ends. What does that do? Bob Tunyon and who? Mercedes Lewis? A great blocking tight end. Probably the okay, best good. blocking tight end. But in the he, NFL. you so need weapons. Aaron Rodgers needs weapons to push the ball end. down the field. Not a tight end. When was the last time? Who was the tight end of the Packers when Marshall the Finley. Packers went to the to the Super Bowl in 2011? That was your Michael Finley. Uh, I would like to correct you. They did not go in 2011. In 2011, they were 15 and one, and they lost in the division Oh, round. shit. That's right. 2009, uh, When they were 10 and six, and they were the wild card, that would be 2010. It was your Michael then, Finley, though, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And then quick sidebar. We have a question from Cisco. Do you start Dak if you're the Cowboys or keep Cooper Cup or Cooper uh, Rush? Sorry. doesn't matter, but they both suck. doesn't matter. <laughs> I like your so answer, you're, but you're to make a fans. long story short, Dak Prescott is the paid quarterback. Cooper Rush would only be playing continually and if they're going to trade him. That's actually, you know, I disagree with that because what happened with Brady uh, Drew Bledsoe was the highest paid quarterback in the league when he went down and Brady took over and they went with the backup. Okay, so I'm just outside saying of pay, you the, thinking the Cowboys are garbage, I'm what about saying, the question? I'm just saying the paid quarterback thing has been pr- the last time that really happened. Yeah, maybe Cooper Rush is the next Tom Brady. I don't well, know. Cisco's at it again. <laughs> fine, whatever. I'm okay with that. I like a guy like Cooper. Bring Cooper Cup too. That's fine. Bring all the Coopers. Jesus Christ. Amari Cooper. 
Jesus. All of the Coopers all in one place. Cooper Rush, Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup, Packers win a Super Bowl. I don't think – I'm going to be honest. This is – okay, so I have two opinions. One, my opinion on what I think the Cowboys should do, which really doesn't matter, but what I think – they should continue to start Cooper Rush. He had one poor game. Other than that, he's been an incredible game manager. He's been winning games. He hasn't been blowing teams out, but they have a solid defense. They have – some work to do on the old line again. I know they still have Zach Martin, but other than that, their offensive line is kind of crappy. Ezekiel Elliott's starting to look like he's a, a good player again, and what they need is a game manager. Yeah, I understand. I hate that too. Uh, Zeke is still a terrible running back, in my opinion. Tolly Pollard should be taking 90% of the snaps in that offense, but they're going to start Dak Prescott. That's what we're going to see. I'm yeah. pretty sure some announcements have come out that uh, Dak Prescott is, is going to be starting. And I understand why they didn't rush him out to the Eagles game. You don't want his first game back to be against that defense, division. especially in the division. You're going to come back against a, a poor defense in Detroit. You're going to be able to see Dak Prescott have time in the pocket because outside of Aiden Hutchinson, which how is he doing, by the way? I saw his week one. He put up like two sacks. Has he been steady? He had three. Was it three? I honestly haven't. No, I think he put up. He might have. Did he put three in one? I know he I know he put three. He had three total. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going. I'm looking at him up. But okay. I mean, he. If you have two good quarterbacks, you have zero good quarterbacks. Very true. So I'll, I'll say that unless your starter gets hurt, and then yeah, you're Hutch- the Philadelphia Eagles from four years ago. Hutch has three in five games. Okay, so he's doing well. He is playing very he's well. Doing he's, well. He's doing okay. He's got. So, I mean, he's got 14 total tackles, nine solo, mm-hmm. three sacks, two tackles for losses. So he's not bad. Not no, bad. he's definitely not bad on a defense that is yearning for some talent. Right, because I can't name many players off that defense, but I know there's some young talent on that defense, and maybe in a couple of years, maybe they'll get a quarterback, they'll put things together. Because right now their problem isn't the offense outside of facing the Patriots, um, but they were putting up numbers against all of these teams. One of the teams included are the uh, the the Philadelphia Eagles, who have been rolling. They barely the Eagles barely scraped by them. It's one of those things that you could see the Lions competing for a division title maybe in two years, but they right. still need pieces to fall in, and they still have a Rams pick, and that Rams pick could be looking a lot better if they don't get anything better. I mean, the problem with the with the Lions is that what three of their top five tacklers are defensive backs. Mm-hmm. Their safety is tied for the team lead. That's not good. No, I would not, not say not it's good. not good. Uh, um, if Dak loses to Detroit, do they go back to Rush? No. no. I wish. I wish as well. I wish. I wish evil upon that. I don't like the Eagles traditionally, but I'm okay with the Eagles, and I know my co-hosts would love if the, if they decided to go and stay with Cooper Rush. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs> Why wouldn't they go That's back to there. him? Damn. I think uh zach's asking why wouldn't they go back to cooper rush because Dak prescott has proven that he can push the ball downfield he's an accurate passer he had he's a bit more mobile than cooper rush and in against teams like the eagles the giants who both have i i wouldn't call the giants a stud defense but above average defenses by both of them i think the eagles are ranked like eighth or seventh in the league in total yards and and they're the only thing they're leading the league on defenses is uh, turnover 
ratio, yeah, which I, I, the stats ridiculous. Uh, they're plus 14. The next closest team is plus four, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, so this might be controversial. I love controversial. <laughs> Cooper Rush is like the Walmart Andy Dalton. He's like a good game manager, but he's like the backup. He's like what Andy Dalton is now. Okay, I was going to say, you Andy need to Dalton clarify right, when. Andy Dalton right now is worse than Cooper Rush. But like Andy Dalton of like eight years ago? Big, no, it's not. Andy no, Dalton of eight years ago. I take Andy Dalton Bengals. 10 times out of 10. No. Over Cooper Rush? I would take Andy Dalton on, on the Bengals 10 times out of 10, especially Wrong. with the weapons. Like, do you no. think if you put Cooper Rush on that Bengals team, yep. they what, win what a playoff with game? The weapons. They both had weapons. The guy was almost the guy was undefeated. Because those weapons, I feel like the Bengals have always had weapons over the last two decades. Yeah, they just had bad quarterbacks. Yeah, very true. So, so, there, so that that's my comparison. Man. I think Dak Prescott. Now you got now bear with me. So I think of him as an elevated game manager. Is he better than like the Alex Smith, the Ryan Fitzpatrick, the Andy Daltons of the world? Yes. Dak Prescott? Yes. Okay. He's better than them. But he's like not as mobile as like a Kaepernick or Lamar or Kyler. He's like a step below. So he's not as dynamic. So he's like he's like the high end he's the high end game manager. Okay, now don't take this out of context. He has the same mobility as Aaron Rodgers throughout 90% of his career. That's what his mobility is. Like, Rodgers was never rushing to just to rush. Rodgers was rush, rushing to the side to try and get a better angle at a, a receiver or I, extending I, a play. I don't think Dak's running the ball just to run the ball like Lamar and Josh Allen and Tyler Murray. I think you might be right, but I disagree on principle. <laughs> I understand that. I don't oh, like here's it. a comparison for you. Bailey Zappi or Cooper Rush. Bailey Zappi can suck my balls. Okay. He won you me a Western Kentucky boy? He I was gonna say he can suck my balls because he won me so much money, but then he lost me a lot of money in the last week of the season. Oof. So he can get fucked. Didn't doesn't he hold now the single season passing record or is the passing touchdown? Yeah, but he lost like his last game when I like bet everything on him and he lost. Based on skill, not record, I think I would still take Cooper Rush. <sighs> Cooper Rush has been in the league for, what, four years? Just off, like, knowledge alone, I feel like I would take uh, Cooper oh, Rush over Bailey Zappi. Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking Dax. I was like, what? Oh, no, 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 no. Dax has been in the league for, what, six or seven years now? Six years? I think six years. But six. regardless, I'd, and you'll agree with me with this because we both hate the fucking Cowboys. They're not going to win anything. Their collapse is coming because they're going to have. Even if their collapse isn't coming, it's going to come in round one of the playoffs. Oh, 100%. But it won't be against the Eagles. It'll be against. I Let me look. bring up the same. I, I, I have it up. Okay. I'm, I'm just. I have to get there because I was looking at Detroit stats. Yeah, I know. I keep NFL. fumbling around here. Standings. Playoff. Um, they would be playing probably this. What? What are we gonna say? They're uh five seed. Right now, they're the yeah, because they're not yeah, because they're not yeah. gonna win the division. Correct. So they would pay play Tampa Bay in the first round, and I think Tampa Bay's defense would absolutely suffocate the Cowboys. Micah Parsons is a, a phenomenal defensive player, but that does not mean the rest of your defense is good. You have three names on that defense. One of them I don't like, and I don't think he's good. I just think 
they throw the ball to him too much. They have Diggs, they have uh, Leighton Vander Esch, and they have Micah Parsons. I'll give they're, you four because Demarcus Lawrence is a good pass rusher. Their only hope is that they get into the five seed, and if it stayed the way it was, they'd be playing San Francisco. Oh, right, right. Man, the Rams would play the Vikings, and oh my God, these just these standings don't make sense. The one seed is no. the Eagles, the two seed is the Vikings, who should not be there. The Buccaneers, the yeah, 49ers, the Giants. Yeah, you're not telling me that anyone predicted the Raiders to be one in four. Now, I mean, maybe the Bears, Steelers, Texans, Lions, Panthers. Sure, maybe. The Bears arguably should only have one win on their season right now. Yeah, the, the fact that they beat the 49ers is a fluke. Well, they well it's a fluke because they were playing in a tsunami wow, damn year. That's what I'm saying. So that game doesn't count. The Steelers, when Kenny Pickett came in, I think two weeks ago, he looked good. Kenny Pickett looked to the part of an NFL quarterback for that half. And no. then this next game when he, he came in, and I, I can't remember who they played. The Bucks, The Buccaneers. And they won the game, yes. But Kenny Pickett they, did yeah. not look that good, though. Yeah, when they... because yeah, because it's a good coach. He's going to pick apart a rookie quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. I don't that's know fair. if he's playing this week. I don't know if he's still hurt. He might still be, and then that would be go back to Mitch, and I don't know how great of a idea that would be. So shall we move to the hometown team, the Green Bay Packers? Let's do it. Let's make it nice and simple for you. What the fuck is going on in Green Bay? What is wrong with this team? Do you think uh, it's the defense? Do you think it's Rodgers? No. Do you think nope. it's the receivers? Do you think nope. it's the O-line? Do nope. you think it's coaching? Bingo. Thank Not you. Matt LaFleur. Not Matt offensive LaFleur. Co- offensive coordinator. Matt LaFleur is a good head coach, but I think he's either – I guess I have to – got to put blame on LaFleur because of the play calling. He calls the plays. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Rodgers in a bit. I think he's trusting – he trusts Dobbs more than any of the rookies. Mm-hmm. He trusts him more than Amari Rodgers and Christian Watson. Well-deserved. Dobbs has looked like a potential, like good number wide receiver. Not, not like not like not like an elite guy, but he looks like he could be the number one in two, three years. Whatever, kind of yeah. like Devontae did. Devontae showed flashes and then became elite. No one thought Devontae was gonna be the most elite wide receiver coming out of college. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So Dobbs has shown flashes. They're not. I don't know what they're doing with their running back situation. They probably have two top 20 running backs when they're at their peak. You could, Aaron Jones, you're not going to talk me off that he's not a top. No, 15. I'm not going to talk you off of Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon, but... if you want to tell me top 25, I'll succumb. I'll give you, to t- I'll give you 25, but I can probably name. And I, but I can, and I can probably argue maybe a he couple gets of in, them. He gets in at 19, 20, whatever. Sure. But like, I, I would, I would argue to say that Aaron Jones, the way he was playing up until this year, he was a top ten running back, 100%. arguably a top five he, running. He back. is their most without Devonta. He is their most dynamic open field player. Cobb still, Cobb still shown little young, young flashes. You want to argue with a Lions fan real quick? Listen, I live there. I love Lions fans. Yeah, right. And I have no problem with that. I, I have a problem with it. They have a why? two-headed monster. They, you have a two-headed monster. Why? Why don't? Why don't the? What? Look at him. Ah, he's just standing there. He's just standing there. <laughs> so, so when you have Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, why don't you act like the Browns? Granted, the quarterback is a different situation. Why don't you right. act like the Browns and turn Aaron Rodgers, who's still a great quarterback, 
Phenomenal quarterback, elite quarterback. He just won MVP. Twice. What, so you need to run the ball and set up the pass, set up those deep shots so you're, you're not getting double covered. So, it, so, it doesn't make sense. Right. So, but I'm not, I can't blame the running backs because they can't control what's called. You mm-hmm. see Aaron Jones, you see Dylan. I know we you put we put we talked earlier about the stats of AJ Dylan and not being that effective like in within the tackles. Mm-hmm. But the I don't need him to be that. I don't would it be nice? Does he have that potential? He's actually shown that he can catch a little bit. They if Aaron Jones is also a pretty solid route runner for a running back, he might just be a good route runner, period. I, I don't I haven't seen him enough. If you're not gonna put Rogers side by side with them, put one in the slot. Have him come. Have Aaron Jones come across, do the jet sweep, or you know, read option to Dylan, flip to Jones, or pass to someone in the slant. Like, the, it's the play calling. It's being too simple or too complicated, how you want to ask. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Hold on. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. It was like it was like Tyler being here, but because you just muted, it's just like having the sensor noise. I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was good. Like they have the weapons. I made the argument in the past: Cobb, Lazard, the rookies, Tunyon, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, and Rogers are a capable offense. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're bad, but the play calling. Why are we running the ball only like fifteen times a game? Right, especially when it's they not both, like yeah. you're you're feeding you're not feeding one running back fifteen times. You're feeding two different f- running backs fifteen times, and right. it seems like they're running AJ Dillon a little bit more than Aaron Jones. Which, to your credit, Zach, uh, he's it should he thinks it should be eighty twenty. I think the split. I would say seventy thirty or sixty five thirty five. That would be my ideal I, I'm world. Like, like. They're both good running backs. They both can kind of catch whatever. They both are good between the tackles. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot. It's a lot like the the Browns. Nick Chubb is the bruiser, and Kareem Hunt is not a scat back because Kareem Hunt's not a small boy. Ooh. But he can catch the ball. He's in open field. That's Aaron Jones. AJ Dillon's the bruiser. Like, granted, the Browns kind of suck, but they have a really bad quarterback. Until uh, yeah, they what, like until week weeks? eleven, a week eleven. What yeah, are we in they, six, five yeah, weeks, four or yeah. five weeks? Unrelated. Do you know who they play that week? Because I do. Oh, I know, and I th- this is set up. It's a wait. setup from hell. And 100%. do you have any idea? Depending on where they're sitting. Okay, now now he looks adorable back there. Oh yeah, there he is. <laughs> with the look, with the look and everything. He's just chilling. Yeah, he's just. Yeah. Who's Bobby T? Am I stupid? Am I stupid? Bob Tunyon? Uh, Big Bob. Okay. Uh, He should be. He should be. And he should be more effective this week. Bob Bob Tunyon don't need to catch eight. He doesn't need to be Travis Kelsey. But six for 50, six for 60, four for 35 and a touchdown. That's what they're missing on the goal line. That's what they're missing on the goal line. And giving AJ Dillon the fucking ball. The guy's a bowling ball. You're at the one. Here you go. Dunzo. We don't have Devontae Adams to beat a guy immediately off the line and do a back shoulder. Mm-hmm. There was a throw that they did with, I think it was Dobbs, who had a great back shoulder catch, and I think it was for a first down, not a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But, like, you don't have the Jordy Nelson jump ball. You don't have the Devontae Adams back shoulder. You're at four, third and one at the goal. 
run the effing football. Like, what are we do? Or sneak the ball. The, we've talked about this. The QB sneak is like 92% effective from one in distance. What are we doing? To answer your question, Zach, Zach asked, with him being back, is that a game changer for the pack? This coming week, yes. The following week, they're oh. going to get dog-walked by the Buffalo Bills. Oh, maybe. Probably. You've seen what the Bills have done to quality teams. Granted, I don't think the Rams are as quality as we thought they were going to be coming in. Because when we at the beginning of the season, we thought they were Super Bowl favorites. Who would you slot into that NFC Super Bowl favorite now? Philly. Do you think it's it's like without a doubt Philly? Or is there like a number two? I don't think it's the Vikings. I don't think it's the Buccaneers. The NFC is... It's not the Buccaneers. I think the NFC is so up in the air right now that I, I think there's three teams that are in the playoffs right now that could fall out of the playoffs. I mean, Eagles have to be the clear-cut like favorite. Mm-hmm. Do you still look at teams like Arizona, who are who is two and four? Could they put the pieces together? Yeah, probably. Okay. The, okay. So his answer to my question are who are your your Super Bowl contenders? He says Philly, the Vikings, and the Giants. Giants. I, no, I will, I w- no. I will poke a hole in both the Vikings and the Giants. The Giants quarterback. End of story. Vikings defense is a problem. Yeah, but that offense is pretty freaking. Outside of the one week against Philly, and it seemed like Philly like cracked the code on how to stop Justin Jefferson, and the following opponent that did that, they were successful, but then they started getting it to Adam Thielen, Irv Smith, uh, the third guy. I can't remember what his name Osborne. is. Yeah. Uh, is it KJ? KJ yep, Osborne? It is. Yep. And then you have Dalvin Cook, which I don't understand what's going on with Dalvin Cook this year either. He has I mean, like one or two decent runs, but other than that, he's ineffective at best. I mean, a lot he's, of, he's averaging 75 yards a game. He's got 450 yards on 94 attempts, four touchdowns. You have his it's, stats in front of you, don't you? I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like. I don't think it's bad, but it's not like Delvin. For what they're doing with him, I mean, the, the, the new regime in Minnesota is saying, hey, we're feeding, we're feeding fucking Justin Jefferson. Which they should. If you want to know the split, mm-hmm. Jefferson has 46 catches on 63 targets for 650 yards. Do you want to take a shot at tell me at how many yards Thielen has? Uh, a fourth of that? 400 less. So yeah. a third. Like the thing is, is you, they would they change their offense around their best player on offense, which, which it's understandable. Should. Which no, a hundred percent, that's what they should do. They should they should lean into what they're good at, which is getting Justin Jefferson the ball, who could be and then open. Thielen. Thielen's not Thielen's not bad. I want I want to clarify that does, that doesn't mean I think Thielen's a bad player. I've the guy's a really nice guy. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm I sure he's a, a nice for, guy. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for him after I watched him in college in person. Okay, like. Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't know I watched him until like four years later. Not the point. But they just need that offense like, okay, you're going to take away Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Well, Dalvin Cook is still Dalvin Cook. like Correct. He's, is he the numbers he was? No, but he doesn't need to be in this offense. No, not anymore. But if it, he gets 1,200 it, yards, fine. That's successful. 
if he averages 80 yards a game, which he's five off right now, if he averages 80 to 90 yards a game, fine. Like, and that's all you need from him. And honestly, that's that's what they're expecting out of him. But Dalvin Cook, like fantasy owners, and this I'm going to lead into our next topic yeah, yeah. here. We fantasy owners are starting to really get upset because is he putting up rushing yards? Not yeah, really. Not. I mean, oh, he is. If he's, he's averaging up, seventy, if he's averaging seventy-five. That's only seven and a half points. But in he's, a normal, sixth, in a he's, the, he's the sixth leading rusher in the league behind Lamar is Jackson. He, is he really? That's top five. That's top ten. Oh no, there, there's the top two, and then a massive drop off. I'm, I'm gonna look at. Don't tell me. Okay. I won't look. All right. So guess who number one is before you bring it up? For rushing? Yeah. It's not. I. I. I'm. I was surprised when I looked at it. Based on that, I would say Saquon. Well, he's number two. Derrick Henry has been that Chubb? It's Chubb. Oh, Nicky Chubbs. Nick Chubb has 649 rushing yards. Saquon Lamar has 600. That's what I five. What are we doing, Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah, that's what? that's your problem. You have J.K. Dobbins. You have all of these running, but you have J.K. Dobbins, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis. You have all of wow. these names. They have big names. That it, it, it's okay. going well. Christian McCaffrey hasn't had a slouch year either. And also, Brees Hall is making also uh, an argument for offensive rookie of the year. We're now. talking shit here, Damian Pierce as well. We're talking shit, but like Aaron Jones is still top 10 in rushing. That's crazy to me because it just doesn't seem like it. Right. So it it's just like, does. And because nobody's because good. Because everyone's like, run the ball more. And they're like, well, we run the ball. He's top 10 in rushing. Granted, rushing yards is a bullshit stat. If you Correct. can't catch and rush, you're useless. How, who are you responding how to? Because I am very curious. Are you saying Saquon how or Lamar Jackson how? Also, Miles Lamar, Sanders. Lamar. Miles Sanders is in the top four. And it does not seem like Miles Sanders is getting really loose. Yeah, do you remember that he's... one time last year he he touched the ball four times? Do you remember mm-hmm. that? I do. That You were all on Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones. Don't don't understand how, man. No. Ah. And looking, but looking down this list, like, what are we? We we're going into week seven, correct? Yeah. So we don't have we don't have that dominant runner like the last few years that like we've JT. had. JT, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey put a thousand a thousand together. We don't have that dominant running back. I and I thought we were starting to get, and maybe it's just that the league is just moving towards a defensive vibe now. But you Maybe. still have uh, quarterbacks. Granted, I feel like the the difference is a lot different now. But even like offensive leaders in throwing yards, it's not ridiculous. Yeah, Josh Allen's throwing out of his mind for almost 2,000 yards. But a quarterback like Matt Ryan is number two right now. Yeah, that, that's, 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 old, that's, that, that's that Jameis Winston argument, though. Like He was bad in throwing 30 for 30, but he still threw for like 45, 5,000 yards or some shit. Like, yeah. So Matt Ryan in the Indianapolis Colts offense with the receivers that he has, not named Michael Pittman. There's bad. It's bad. He's throwing almost 1,800 yards for more than Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. I'm glossed over Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Kirk Cousins, and then you, you get the rest of the league. Rodgers is 14th, by the way. Just Needed to throw that in. Lamar might be rushing for absurd numbers, but he's 19th in throwing passing yards. Who, so, do, you, who do you think would be? Who do you think's the leading running back for receiving? I have it up. So for receiving, receiving running backs, it's not McCaffrey because that would be too easy. 
Saquon's probably not there. Kareem Hunt might be up there. Is it Brees Hall? Nope. No? I figured I'd take that stab he, in the dark. He, Brees Hall is top five for running backs. So it goes Brees Hall at five. Leonard Fournette. Sorry. What? Sorry. Brees Hall is four. My bad. Brees Hall is four. Oh, there's a big drop-off between four and five, though. Oh, okay. Devin Singletary's at five. Brees Hall's at four. Fournette's at three. Austin Eckler's at two. McCaffrey's one. Oh, oh I was right. Okay. Yeah. Austin Eckler at two. Also, I, mean, I just want completely unrelated, and I, I, hate, I hate to cut you off, but I'm going to do it because this revolves around our fantasy league. You guys wanted to clown me for taking Andrews and Kelsey. Uh, yep, they're both uh, top two, top ten in receiving. So that's all well, that. fine and good, my friend. But how's your record? That. What are you I'm, two and three, two, two and I'm, four, three and three, I'm three and three? Thank you very three much. Three. You have a better record than me, but my team is also complete ass. I'm just saying. Who do you, who do you think's receiving the le- leading the league in receiving? Leading the league in receiving. Yards. It's not ju- it's not Justin Jefferson. Because he fell off for two weeks. Stefan Diggs. Close. Stefan Diggs is He's two second. probably then. He's second. Oh, yeah. um, by about 50 yards. By about 50 yards? Mm-hmm. He's the only guy over 700 currently. It's not Cup. Cup hasn't had that good of a year. Uh, he's still at 600. <laughs> yeah. He... It's going to bother get... me. because I. It, it, is it a name? Is it a name we it, that should be up there? Yes, but not someone we thought would be up there. But he is. Oh. Amazing. So wait, with 700 yards, it's not Stefan Diggs. Nope, it's not Jefferson and Cup. It's, Jefferson, it's not Kelsey. It can't be Kelsey. No, no, Kelsey's nine. Diggs is two. Jefferson's three. Jamar Chase? Nope, he's eight. Oh, he's that far down? I'm, I'm just looking at quarterbacks. I'm not, I I'm not. Actually, actually, this team, I don't know if this is going to help you. This team has two wide receivers in the top five for receiving. I wouldn't have thought this either looking at it, but you tell me when you give up. It can't be Mike Evans. It can't be Joe Burrow. Matthew Stafford, no. Nope. You have two that high? He's got to be a quarterback who's thrown a lot. Uh Uh-huh. Let's just say he's also been, he's also supposed to be, he was on our list for topics. Is it Devontae Adams? No, it is Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Oh, shit. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Tua. Ty- Tyreek with 700 yards and Jalen Waddle with 553. I like I like that Zach chimed in with Goff because I would have never thought that Amon, Amon Ra is probably in the top 15. I wouldn't say top 10 because he was hurt, but, wasn't but he? So in, so in relation to that, right? Mm-hmm. Tua is only 20. I know, I know he missed, what, two games? One game? Two, two games. Two, two games. T- t- kind of two because he played one and they got hurt and then. Correct. So he. Actually, let me. I want to make sure I'm, I say this right. Yeah. So Waddle and Tyreek combined have more yards than Tua has passing. Tua has. Yep. Yep. What? Tua has thrown for 1,035 yards. Tyreek and Waddle combined have. Have re- have received for twelve hundred and thirty four. Oh my god, my head hurts. Is that not some crazy stat? Oh, oh that's ridiculous. Head. 
that hurts ridiculous my head. on how I would I want I'm curious to see for fantasy wise what is the target share between the two of them on their entire offense. It has to be like 75-80%. It has to be. For just those two? Yeah. You still have Gasecki who gets a decent amount of targets. He doesn't get a lot of catches. I'm trying to think of anybody else on that receiving core that I cannot even think of. And they don't throw at a running back very often. No. No, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the the that to see them both in top five. That's very fair. Surprising. When you're when you while you're looking at that, we do have like obviously we yeah. just mentioned Tua and everything, and that leads me into my next topic. And anybody who's watching, I'd like you to chime in on this as well. Yep. Um, it's football related, but it's bigger than football at the same time. Tua Tagovailoa went. Uh, not once, not down once with a, what looked like a concussion, but twice and was knocked out of the game and not only knocked out of the game, it was a very hard, very difficult thing to watch when he went down on Thursday night football a couple weeks ago and he went into a seizure. Um, I guess my question to you is, is the concussion protocol up until oh, two weeks ago, are we doing, the, is the NFL doing the right thing with the concussion protocol? Because it really seems like, they were undefeated at the time. I understand that. Um, it just seems like a player's health is at some time, at some point needs to be taken over the team because it really seems like Tua's situation, they were not putting his health into it. They were only thinking about the team okay. record. So I know what McD- Mike McDonald, McDonald, McDaniel, you know who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. their head coach. As as a as a coach, granted it's high school and it's a lot different, but like if I see that the kids coming out and I coach freshmen and sophomores, mm-hmm. like obviously my level in an NFL head coach wildly different. I'm not trying to. It's apples to oranges, but the profession the profession is the same. Correct. I don't know at what point you have to take like you cannot make that the head coach's responsibility like the nflpa they hired some they hired from what we're told non-biased non-partisan to the team player friendly so i i i am okay with the guy that he got fired i don't know the process of how it what happened i know they released a report i read some of it i don't remember what it said but in the situation, you can. I don't. I understand why people want to say, McDaniel, you saw it. You saw what it looked like. Everyone should have said he shouldn't have played again. Mm-hmm. I get that. But if if the procedure was followed, which it sounds like it was, like the eye test, like we talk about in college football, is not a thing for the NFL. The no. eye test is, well, if you follow procedure and you're cleared, you can go play. Correct. If he passed it, said, hey, it was my ankle, my back, whatever you want to fucking call it. And the the neuro guy says, "Hey, he's good." How like? And Rex Ryan was Rex. I think Rex Ryan was the one that said, "I would pull my quarterback." No, the fuck you would. No, the maybe, fuck you wouldn't. Maybe because it's Mark Sanchez and Mark Sanchez sucks balls. But no, you would not. That's a lie. Like mm-hmm. if you if you had your quarterback, the independent guy coming to you and saying he's clear, that he said it was his back, his ankle, whatever. He's clear. He passed his tests. He can go back in. At what point is a coach going to be like, nah, I know more than the medical doctors. Like, I I get the outrage, and I'm glad that the NFL said, hey, maybe we need to re- re-look at this. Mm-hmm. 
But like, come on, man! Like, that's not. I can't blame McDaniel. I can't blame Tua. No, you know what? Especially with Tua. Tua is a competitor. He is. He's good. As soon as all he heard is that I can go back in, I'm going the fuck back in. Then that's all he heard. If I can, if I can play, I'm playing. That's how 99 percent of athletes are because you're a competitor. Your job is to be a competitor. You're not a top ten pick, a star quarterback at Alabama, winning national championships. By not being one of the fiercest competitors in the league, mm-hmm. and he's answering the question too. Like, yeah, like the oh, it's it's almost seems like, and I'll, I'll read it out for our audio yeah. listeners. They were not uh, Zach Zuba chimes in. They were not, but now it seems like they're protecting the quarterback even more, aka Chris Jones sack a week or two ago. Um, the big thing ab- about that, and it seems like some people are kind of having backlash with what appears to be an overcorrection of the rule of, of the protocols. I'd rather them overcorrect than mm. undercorrect because. Okay. okay. I have to, cause yes, I agree with you, but the overcorrection is not because of a big hit to a quarterback. A sack on the quarterback is not a fucking offense. Mm-mm. Just because you sacked him doesn't mean I'll flag him. Like, Chris Jones' sack is probably one of the worst calls since that non-pass interference against the Rams and Saints. Mm-hmm. Like, the knee-jerk reaction to be like, hey, we need to review this this policy and how we handle concussions now, great over, even if, I think it's a proper reaction or an overreaction, but like, you can't treat, they do, but you can't just take the quarterback and say, we care about these guys. We don't care about the rest of you because Agreed, that's Jack. what they're doing. They're saying quarterbacks are more important. Granted, we know that they are in terms of the grand scheme of the game, but in terms of player safety, everyone should be treated equally. Like, also the money aspect. Right. I under, I'm not, I'm not dumb to the fact that there's money involved. There's ratings. There's no one wants to see Tyler Skyler Thompson play for the fucking dolphins. I get that. But if if the NFL wants to hang its hat on player safety, we're on concussion, we do protocols, we do this, 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 guardian caps, whatever, you cannot baby the fucking quarterbacks. Right. It, like, you have to – granted, they're the ones – you have defensive receivers, you have different things to protect a bunch of different players. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen, like, anyone – I've never seen Derrick Henry get flagged for lowering his head and, lowering, like, throwing people out of his way. That's pro- That's the same kind of collision. See, okay, now this is a question that could be very difficult know. to answer. I don't I don't, I don't personally know, know the answer. Yeah. I we don't personally know the answer. We could give like suggestions, but not like this is ever going to get to an NFL level from us anyway. Be, but there be. is I I think like they they implemented for a while an independent camera that literally just watches a player after a tackle every right. single tackle. There is an independent camera around from that one certain people are watching that say all right he has tendencies of a, a concussion pull him out get him checked out the other thing that is a good idea and i that i personally like is that when you are going to concussion protocol and maybe this i don't know if this is 100 percent intact but if you go out from from a supposed, not supposed, but a possible concussion, you should be out for the rest of the game regardless because you need to get fully checked out. If you're yeah. showing tendencies of a, t- a, con- a concussion, you need to get fully checked out I, before I'm, you cannot yeah, just go back I, into the game. Like I, I believe I Tua like did. Yeah, he did. I, I like that. I think that's a great idea. Hey, 
symptoms might not show up for another 30 minutes. Exactly. Like it's so it, like sometimes you see it, you stumble, you throw up, like there's a whole lot of different things. Mm-hmm. But if you're being checked out, like if you're being checked out, you're done for the game. I, I'm tempted to say you have to put a seven day restriction on them to play in any game. Now, if mm-hmm. you know, Hey, it's a Thursday, they get a concussion. They have the seven days. You know, they're playing on a Thursday night game or like, but if you're playing on a Monday night game and you get a concussion, you're not playing next Sunday. You're not playing next Sunday. Like, is that an overreaction? I think that would be a proper overreaction. I think that would be the proper reaction. I think that, that, that personally, right, at least. Because, well, because the thing is why I'm saying it would be an overreaction, because if you look at it and they're done for the game, no matter what the outcome is, hey, they're fine or hey, they're not fine. Mm-hmm. You're already kind of pen- penalizing them, even if they are okay for that game. The overreaction is, "Hey, you're done for a week. You're you're not playing till at minimum." Now you can get into the whole. Well, it's it's a week. Well, that we played Sunday at noon. Can he play Sunday at seven p.m. the next time? Some antics at that point. It's like, Sunday to Sunday. Just Sunday make it to Sunday, Sunday to Sunday. Call now, it a day. You, right. You play Sunday night tonight. You don't play until Monday night. If he's good by Sunday. He can play Monday. That right. I'm okay with that kind of leeway, but cut it off seven days. He's not playing. Mm-hmm. Make that the overreaction. Take yours as the proper reaction, and then and then what? Like what are we doing? Like we're fine. I, I, regardless, I think something has to change. Hundred percent. Because and granted, I don't think like that any of these changes that like I talked about or what you talked about is going to happen in season. This is going to be a very long off season conversation very long because they've already been taking concussions so seriously and to yeah. see it fumbled so bad right. with Tua that some people and I still don't think it's an overreaction with how they're doing it with so many players going into concussion protocol so quick I I don't I don't see a problem with that like if they clear concussion protocol that's fine but again shut them down that day done. if you're going to put them in concussion protocol do not let them back in the game Regardless of what your doctor thinks, like if you have a neurologist, wherever I don't give a shit. Sim- symptoms show up hours after the the Correct. initial event. Right. It happened for me. I had a concussion. I think I was a freshman. Like I played the rest of the game. To this day, I don't remember what happened in the second half. I felt fine. I was fine. Mm-hmm. Quote. Got home, went out to dinner, thrown up, then got a headache. All the normal symptoms. That was three, four hours after. Right. That's just even a higher. Like threshold for professional athletes, because I was a fucking freshman in high school. What do I know? Right. But like, I know that it can happen much later than, oh, well, ten minutes later, yeah, he says he's fine. Yeah, and that's just rug. that's just how it is. So uh, to close that argument, at least th- something has to change. Yeah. We don't know a hundred percent what that is. We have our ideas, but sitting on our podcast right here, as much as I wish they would listen to somebody. I'll let them know. Yeah, give us a call. (laughs) We have some good ideas. We've had good ideas before. But uh, to to finish up our episode today, we're going to go into fantasy woes and wins. We'll have this as a weekly uh, topic every week. Somebody, you, if you think, if we think he could be available in your leagues to pick up, and somebody who's probably sitting on your team, that might be time to drop. I think that this is a segment for you, and. 
you want me to go first or you got somebody for a winner or wolf first you go ahead all right so for my fantasy wins this week being that somebody you should pick up and who should be available in a lot of your leagues is alec pierce from the indianapolis colts Mm. me and Corey sparks were talking about this in our uh, in our group chat the, the other day and he has a very good point when uh, a receiver, a young receiver catches a touchdown game winning touchdown pass or game clinching touchdown pass or something that closes the deal. Like that's someone who's going to get looks a lot more often. Now his, he is beginning to get more and more looks. Plus we talked about Matt Ryan is the number two passer in the league. He could get garbage points or something like that. I think if you have Alec Pierce, available in your league go look at him right now receiver for the indianapolis Colts. he's going to be he's available if i looked properly he's available in about 50 percent of leagues uh and he's he's a good ppr target in my point in my view so look at alec pierce you got somebody for me yeah so i not more of a, a pickup but more of like a maybe like a buy like a buy low situation mm-hmm. so it, i as much as i don't like his last game wasn't great this is the running back spot, you know, running backs are a little bit harder to come by. Um, you know, my thing is Jeff Wilson with the 49ers. Um, he's just outside the top 20. Um, current, I mean, his last, like he, last game, the only reason I think he kind of fell out because his last game was kind of bad mm-hmm. um, against Atlanta, which weird. I don't know why. Um, did he get hurt? I didn't think he got hurt. I don't believe he got hurt but, at least. So up until last week, so maybe it was just game game plan, but week one, 18 for 84, 12 for 75, 18, 74, 17 for 120. Like he's consistent. Like usually his floor is 75 yards. And even in the game, he didn't hit 74 yards. He got a touchdown. So I think uh, Jeff Wilson, you know, you're a little, maybe you're a little thin at running back, not really thinking. I don't think anyone's, has a big affinity for Jeff Wilson. Um, try try to get him uh, buy maybe buy a little low on him, or you know maybe some or someone's like, oh, it's I'll give you Jeff Wilson, and you know maybe you try to get a two for one, get Wilson and someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, my for I'll go into who I think you need to dump. Um, is a wide receiver. I'm pulling it up. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? While you're thinking, Zach, yes, I am going to give a very sauce snippet, but I think Tuesday's episode, we're going to dive a little deeper into the NBA uh, because obviously tip off was a couple days ago. We have college football to talk about. We got a lot to catch up on. We are so late in the year already, so we will do our catch up. Do not worry. Yep. Uh, My drop actually comes from uh, the New England Patriots, Jacoby Myers. Okay. They got the Taekwon Thornton came back. He had a really, I think he had like, not oh god, he had a he had a really good game. I'm pretty sure he had like two touchdowns, like 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's off injury. I think Thornton is a much better player than Myers. Um, so yeah, I think you, uh, I think if you're looking at guys who you might be able to part ways with, either in a trade or just dumping, um, I think Jacoby Myers because he is still top top 30 in wide receiver, so you might be able to package him. Mm-hmm. But I, th- I think with the resurgence of Thornton, um, I think his role is going to diminish and he's going to lose value. Real quick, we're, you're welcome on. I always tell anybody, if you want to be on the show, me and T-Bone will welcome you to any episode. Not Chris Olave. He'll never come on the show. <laughs> if I pull Chris Olave, you are allowing him on the show. 
I will I'm just gonna, not. I will ream into him for fucking 45 no. minutes. No, 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 no. You're going to be somewhere else. You will not no. be on the pod. Oh, I'll be on the pod then. <laughs> I, that guy is not. If if I am forced to let him on this podcast, I'm giving him the fucking business. I am playing 4227 over and over and watching him and Bryce Young piss down their legs when Michigan went. So are we just going to talk? Become the shit talking to athletes <laughs> podcast? I know enough. I know enough athletes. I, I can shit on anyone I want. I want. I know enough, enough athletes. Whatever. So my Dude, drop is not, not busy. I'll call his ass. Oh, that's fair. Uh, so my woe is not a drop, but a trade. It is it is another buy or sell low, in my opinion, because he still has... Sell? You want to sell him? It's sell mid. I would say sell mid, because his upside... I'm just clarifying. You're getting, getting rid, rid of him. him. Getting okay. rid of him. Getting rid of him. He's yep. a, a tight end that came in the league that was supposed to light the world on freaking fire, but he has done nothing. Granted, everyone still thinks... That he's going to be good. I still think that he's going to be good. Nope. Just he has Marcus Mariota. He had Matt Ryan nope. in a bad offense. They they run a terrible <laughs> offense for him. Kyle Pitts is somebody to sell or trade. I wouldn't say just drop him. No. I don't think that's a good idea. But if you can get a trade for him, and there's always tight ends that are going to muck up the market regardless, like one this week to for tonight's game. I believe his name is Juwan. Juwan Johnson is another target for an ad because you have Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry hurt. What are they going to do? They're going to target their big tight ends. I think Juwan Johnson and uh, who is their other wide receiver is going to have a good game. Is it Traquan? Traquan? There's no better receivers on that team that are active tonight. That's fair. That's fair. So um, just to get into the Bucks, just for a fraction of a second here, um, just MVP. a small update of the World game champion. champion. There's your small snippet. We're going to give a lot more insight. They're currently winning 30 to 24 against the Philadelphia 76ers. Giannis is already in midseason form after Jeez, one quarter. 10 points, four for four. One for four. Oh, my God. One quarter. Ah, midseason form. MVP. MVPs coming coming back home to Milwaukee. I'm I think the Bucks are the most complete team in the East, and I don't think it's close. I haven't thought it was close. The only team that is remotely close is Boston, and they're going to shit the bed. So I'm not worried about it. Chris, Middleton, they were the Bucks were Chris Middleton away from winning the title last year. Oh yeah, we're going to talk about that because I would disagree. But I'm oh, I'm going to stand on that hill. I am all in on if that is the truth, but. Ooh. That's fair. I respect it. So going across the the bottom right now is where you can find us for our socials. Uh, This has been MV3. You can catch us on Spotify. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) T-Bone, do it for me. Jesus. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at MV3Pod. Uh, We're also on TikTok. Not really, but I did have a tweet. uh, TikTok, like 30K people viral. So, like, what's up? Why can't you um, for us? So, you, so you can hit me up on that one. Um, maybe we start. Maybe if I get some time, we start clipping some stuff, put some stuff out there, um, or you, you know, or you can just follow me and go like my shit, my shit that coach underscore gets, but whatever. Um, you can give your own shame. Actually, I'm pretty sure the MV3 pod is also our uh, TikTok. It's not on there, but I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. We all mm-hmm. we made it all uniform. Um, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud. Cloud, I believe. Yep. Yeah, we're SoundCloud rappers. Yep, that's right. We are. We do say that. <laughs> um, 
Google Pod, anywhere. Apple Pod. Yeah, basically anywhere you can get a podcast, check it out. Definitely check out the YouTube too. We're going to start oh. doing, I'm going to start personally doing a little bit of separate content with like yep. trivia and uh, we're going to do, wor- uh, what are the two? Weddle and Wordle and uh, Purtle. Is it Purtle? Yep. We're going to uh, do also, some of those kind of videos. Might be just, uh, we might leave it the way it is here. If I'm able to work it out, might be, might throw it up on my Twitch channel. So you can find it on Twitch if you prefer Twitch, live YouTube whatever um it'll be a good thing whole stuff it, it, we're back though we're actually oh, yeah. back we've said this how yeah, many yeah. times well because kyle keeps keep saying we're back and then he fucking works second shift and it's like why can't you guys i don't work second shift anymore at 10 a.m on a monday and it's like <laughs> guy what are you doing i don't work second shift anymore right. we have our scheduling problems figured out it's yeah. it's you're always going to get a healthy dose of me a t-bone and we're going to have a healthy rotation yeah. of multiple people coming in and out dumb we dumb got- keith Big boy Tyler, Corey, all respect. I got nothing bad to say. You got You got to have to respect the man who runs that beautiful podcast, and definitely True. check him out. You'll see. You'll see Corey Sparks on this show as well. I know he was. He was trying he's so good. hard he, to get the guy's on. Doing he's doing everything. He's announcing everything. He's he's the next announcer for the Brewers. A, I'm positive. So. Oh, I'm positive about that. He's a college. Uh, he's a college student. He's got a job. He's got all. He runs his own couple podcasts. Next time I come, he comes on. I'll have you shout. He'll. I'll have him shout everything out. But guys, yep. this has been MV3. My name's Kyle Davis. That has been T Bone. And as always, enjoy the rest of your night. Go Bucks. Go Pack. I'm going and to see Black go Birds. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah. Have fun, guys. Talk to you later. Right. Only thing with the White Sox, I say they've been coasting into the playoffs, and Tampa Bay's been having to win, 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 win. It just depends on who gets hot. The Philadelphia Eagles do have an opportunity. <laughs> to be honest, I, I thought did. you were going to say the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> no, fuck no. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. That would have been, uh, that been, uh, yeah, been warranted. Paul George to show up again, and they need Reggie Jackson to be the best point guard left standing outside of Trey Young, who's hurt. Thank <laughs> you.